Jake, I have news. The news is that McLean's shacking up with his girlfriend instead of recording Westboro's. That's the news. That was not the news at all. Oh, um, well, that's what you just told me literally ten minutes ago. Well, yeah, but that wasn't the news. I already told you that. If that was the news, then I would have saved it for this. Uh-huh. The news was about the Iditarod. All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Not nearly as interesting to me, eh? <laughs> I'd rather hear about McLean's hedonistic immoral lifestyle. <laughs> uh... Uh, don't worry, Jake. No animals are harmed. Uh, something. Oh, something okay. Vegan. Well, then never mind. Any, anything else? As long as it doesn't harm an animal, then it's, we're good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find where. I was. Okay, so here's the deal. As you'll recall, Dallas CV was the all-time goat for the idea uh, around one like please, a bunch of them please don't use the name of an animal as a descriptor for a human <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry he was he was the the greatest of all time at the idea around he won a bunch of them and then Brent Sass won last when year. I Brent think the Sass. greatest of all time was the dogs being abused for the Idea Road. The greatest like, dog like abuser of yeah, all time. So you give, I don't get this, man. Like, you give the award to the human, even though there was like eight dogs. Like, they're the ones who were racing. He just, like, was standing on their backs, oppressing Very them. Very Like, they should be getting the medal. Uh, exactly. I couldn't agree more. Anyway, uh... Da- uh, Brent, uh, uh, Brent Sass was going to come in. He was in the lead. He was. I'll have he none of your Brent Sass. Almost young certainly, man. certainly going to win, until he had apparently somehow broken three teeth and had to drop out of the race. Uh, uh huh. He he dropped out of the the How the did he break Three teeth. Did I like don't know. He he had whack his face against the sled or something. There, I don't. Like, I think it was like a lingering condition. You know, on second thought, I probably should have looked this up before you I. You should have been eating more meat before I told you about it. It's um, all those grains, that tooth decay, you know. That's what it is. That's the problem. It was all the. It was all the meat. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, the problem is that uh, he uh, he could not finish the race, so he had to drop out, leaving Ryan Reddington to win the race. So yeah, kind of a hollow victory. That was about two weeks ago, so it's not exactly fresh news. But, you know, it takes a little while to come down from the north. But I figured uh, we should report on that just because I had mentioned it um, before. Um, I am planning. Uh, I don't know how how certain this plan is, but I am planning on getting myself an e-copy of uh, Vegan Cowboy. By uh, Carol Tracy and reading it on Westbros. I think that I think that's the only way to conclude the vegan cowboy saga. Maybe, but I don't know how well just reading a romance novel will play on. Let me take you back to a little little podcast by the name of Book Clubbed, Jake. Uh, That was about dumb like teenage stuff. I don't. uh... Very awkward. uh, Very awkward moment when. my girlfriend was in my room and I had to explain to her why I had a copy of John Green books and All the Bright Places. I I always... <laughs> the last time somebody... I, I, I relish talking to people about John Green and, and stuff like that. It's... Uh, I, I, I have no fear in uh, approaching those topics and being like, hey, wait, let me tell you why this is absolutely ridiculous. And then people well, get annoyed with ref- me. And, and I need to refresh her. But that's, you know, beside mm-hmm. the point. 
Yeah, see, that's the part. That's the part that trips me up. It's the, it's the never wanting to talk to you again. That's. Yeah, I that's suppose how... I, I'm a bit more. I'm a bit more cavalier with uh, <laughs> tossing out human relationships on the basis of not liking the book. <laughs> what's a, what's a restraining order these days, anyway, huh? <laughs> At least I got to tell them why uh, Larry's gospel was. Full of <laughs> oh, Larry! Oh, Larold! <laughs> Oh, oh Larold. We should have brought. We should, I think. I think we should. We should bring back Book Club, but bring Dane Tipman in as a co-host. I think that's the that's the ideal here. <laughs> He'll love it. I uh, love it. I wonder what he's up to. Whatever happened to Dane? <laughs> Ever since he he pulled a reverse Bob Torres and became vegan and dropped off the face of West Bros. I don't know, man. <laughs> in who's it? Jake. We only got so much time. What do you got? Planet for me? Fitness, McLean. What's your opinion? I'm thinking about getting a membership. Honestly, it's ten dollars a month. It's cheap. I understand. <laughs> that's how, I understand. That's how they get you, man. It is the most emasculating thing in the world. This planet. And that's how they get you, by the way, with the cheap membership. Because their business model is it's not about running a gym. It's about running a subscription mill. Where you mm-hmm. sign up for it because it's cheap, and then it's they like make Costco. it so hard to unsubscribe that most people don't do it. I mean, for me, for me, I had I. Uh, <laughs> Because the, the process of uh, unsubscribing or canceling your membership. But they, the one in Eugene, they made it like so complicated. You had to like uh, have a meeting with the manager. It was so dumb. And uh, so I just never did it. And what I did instead was I changed banks. So ah, like the information ah, they had on file, they couldn't charge it anymore. And then all every, every, on I the first of every month, I get like emails from my my personal email account that are just like card declined card declined card declined it's like i know i know i know it declined i didn't i didn't switch banks just for that but it was it, it factored into the decision <laughs> certainly say. an added benefit i'd say <laughs> i hate planet fitness gosh i hate planet fitness i hated everything about it it's like it was the only 24-hour gym and that's why i was going there and i was like yeah they have the equipment yeah it was you know not the worst gym just in terms of pure practicality but it's literally everything else about it that's like i never want to set foot in that place again like i i think i think after leaving a workout of planet fitness my estrogen levels actually went up like i think i think that's what it did to me <laughs> that, it, actually, it actually just broke jake's muscles down no I, I don't think the eugene one i went to i don't think they had the uh, the lunk alarm if you've heard of that mm. Oh, I'm I'm fully aware, Jake. Uh, but this is a have, well-trodden subject. It was built. It was in a building where the the other half of the building was a donut shop, Dizzy Dean's Donuts. So mm. you know, it's just it really seems like a model where you're just set up to Hold fail. On. The whole idea of it seems like you're set up to fail. This is an article from Tony Gentle Court. I don't know what that is, but the Planet Fitness Myth. I'm all for showering my fellow humans with compassion and empathy. Treating others like you'd like to be treated isn't a bad way to live life, but taking politics out of the conversation is a safe observation to note that we live in an era where we have a proclivity to shield people from bad feelings or from experiencing failure or hardship. Social media plays into it, but society in general plays a massive role too. All we need to do is look towards the idea of participation trophies, safe spaces, self-care, to note how we're desensitizing people from a wider spectrum of feelings and uncomfortableness. 
Shielding people from failure and uncomfortable situations is not really helping. This isn't an anti-planet fitness diatribe necessarily, but bringing the nefarious side of why it even exists is something I find very interesting. The first time I entered a weight room, I had no idea what to do or how to get started. However, that's the case with almost everything you do for the first time. The start of the new year brings a stampede of newbie gym goers who enter a gym for the first time, disappointed by their ever-growing waistlines. They usually head straight to the cardio machines to watch TV or to the dumbbell rack to do endless variations of bicep curls, hoping their belly will magically disappear. Just eat only meat. Like, that's all you gotta do. Come on. You can't, uh, you can't outwork your, uh, crap diet. Uh, the regular gym folk may get annoyed when their gym is full or the machines have been all taken or the biggest granddaddy of them all, the squat rack, is being used for bicep curls. These newbies are looking to lose a few pounds, and they think doing endless sets of curls is going to help. They just want to look better, and are usually not interested in strength or performance. They may feel judged or intimidated because of the looks they get from the regulars. Whether these feelings are real or imagined, they've led to the rise of Planet Fitness, which markets itself as a non-gym. Planet Fitness started in 1992 in New Hampshire and now has over 1,000 locations and 7 million members. With their cheap per-month membership and their slick advertising slogans like Judgment-Free Zone, No gym Timidation, and their world-famous Lunk Alarm, Planet Fitness is doing a good job of attracting disenfranchised exercises. So the Lunk Alarm, the idea is, I don't think it's an automatic thing, I think it's something the staff does, where if you're being too loud, or like you drop the waves, somebody hits a button and an alarm goes off and everyone turns and points and laughs at you, it's so dumb. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a soy she, boy, for lack of a better word, it's such a soy boy thing, like, oh, he's being too masculine, look at him. <laughs> Jake, I'm curious, I feel like, no offense, but I feel like Planet Fitness is uh, well-trodden to ground. I'm just curious as to what brought this on. It is, I'm just, I'm venting my frustrations, alright? I'm venting my frustrations with it because I have up close and personal experience with Planet Fitness, and Planet Fitness is the reason... I didn't go back to the gym for like a year because I hated it. And it was the only 24 hour one. Was it Planet Fitness or was it you? It was a combination of like, I wanted an excuse to not go to the gym. Planet Fitness just makes it more. It's a weird, it's were like you, a weird thing. Were you with experiencing gym intimidation, Jake? No, that's, that's the funny thing. It's a weird thing. Well, they are so coddling. They are so friendly. They are so like, don't worry, only good vibes here. That like, it makes me sick. I, I almost want a gym to be. I want a gym to make me feel bad. I want a gym to make me feel intimidated. I want it to seem like a place you don't want to go. Not We're like a tough gym for happy. tough guys that lift big weights and we don't need any characters to give the Ready? place atmosphere. Well, exactly. It's just, it's a little bit sickening. It, it's like... It's like Instagram gym. It's like, um, I don't, I don't know how to put that exactly, but it's just like, it's too perfect. It's just too nice. I'm like, I don't want that out of anything. Gosh. That and there's always people there. Uh, the, so the gym, I, my local gym that I'm, that is now 24 hours, I'm usually there at like 3 in the morning, and I'm the only person there, which is great. First of all, it's great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and like the people who staff Planet Fitness, they're like, so... They're like muscular peep guys, but like in the gay way, if you know what I mean. It's like... The old 90s stereotype just, of uh, gym bros being gay. Mm -hmm. It's like, they just, they look a little too perfect, and you're just like, uh, you part of the village people? What's going on here? If the hair is quite like, you know what I mean. just right. Yeah, like that, that like... 
This brings up another rant of mine, manscaping, the like, the hair removal thing, it's just weird, it's just weird, I don't care what you, it's weird, can we all admit that it's weird? I think it's gay. Anyone? Uh, Planet Fitness! Anyone wanna, anyone wanna jump on this, anyone wanna die on this hill with Jake? <laughs> Dude, I'll die on any, I, I will die on so many hills, like there is no end to the <laughs> amount of hills I will die on. Jake will take a, a mole hill and die on it. Exactly. I will die on a pebble. Planet Fitness has built its reputation on maintaining a non-competitive work environment, which has led to banning certain exercises and certain types of lifters. They keep their costs down by omitting stuff like juice bars and personal trainers, and by not following every exercise fad. They stock their facility with good old-fashioned cart, blah blah blah. I think Barney the Dinosaur would approve of their color scheme, but I'm not a fan of purple. They also offer a free pizza bagels and even tootsie rolls to their members on the gym floor what an ingenious idea can you imagine holding a slice of pizza in one hand doing curls with the other i take exception to the way they portray non-purple commercial gyms our first gym experiences were probably similar we were surrounded by people in better shape than we were they were bigger faster and stronger than us we scanned the room and realized ah i got some work to do Sure, we felt intimidated or even judged by the regulars, but those feelings fade eventually. Being out of one's comfort zone is necessary for growth. Instead of cowering in the corner and waiting for free pizza, I use this as motivation to get better. People who've taken the time, effort, and sacrifice to get in shape should be role models to others and not kicked out of the gym because they're too muscly or for making too much noise. The gym floor is not a church. Planet Fitness fits right into the era where we give out trophies for participation, ribbons for finishing last, nobody wants to lose, nobody wants to get their feelings hurt, but it's not real life. We lose. We get our feelings hurt. We get judged. We get... See, it's... Planet Fitness is the gym you go to when you're a fat chick and you don't want to not be a... Like, you feel bad about it, but you also want to be body positive and you want to be... You want to be healthy, but you don't actually want to try to lose weight, but you kind of do. So you're at the gym, but it's not to lose weight. You're just trying to be healthy. And even if it is to lose weight, you're still going to eat crap, but you're like, well, I got to maintain my calorie deficit. I'll just run on the treadmill a bit. It's just... Ugh. It's just... It's... There are some things, McLean, that are so emasculating that you can't quite put your finger on why they're gay, but you know deep down that they're gay. Alright. <laughs> my gaydar is just... It's, it's, you know you know, I have that radar detector in my car, let me know when the cops are by. I got a gaydar, man. And it just blares at the planet. <laughs> you hear that? Jake's gaydar blares. <laughs> it blares! Now, Jake, I only got so much time here. What, uh, what's the meat of this episode? <laughs> What are you? Tr- what are you really trying to get into here? I'm sorry. I just I wanted to get some Planet Fitness stuff off my chest because I've been thinking it's about Jake, that lately. The Planet Fitness memes have been going on for a while now. Jake, I know did you say have. I hate to jump on a dead meme, you know? But it's just I just wanted to get that out there. But now, Jake, you mentioned. Said, hold on, time out. You did mention Dizzy Dean's Donuts in Eugene. Yes. Site of some controversy last winter when the owner of Dizzy Dean's, Dizzy Dean himself. I don't know if his name is Dean, but he, uh, apparently a homeless person lit a fire, a small fire in front of his shop. He went outside, threw water on it, said, you can't light fires here, went back inside, and then he got canceled for throwing water on a, on a homeless person. Oh, I think I remember that story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dizzy Dean's uh, Donuts? That that street, there's a big, there's a big homeless encampment, like a few blocks down from there. So that's, yeah. Tell you what. 
you should go there. They they're get, they gotta have fire donuts. They got 3.7 stars on Google, and that's after all the one-star review bombing um, that happened. I don't know, McLean, are, so, I don't know much about this topic. Are donuts made of meat? No, but they're better for you than meat. Oh, that is what Harold said, come to think of it. That's where no, I learned I think, it from the vegan cowboy. I think I'll decline. I'll stick to my only beef and butter diet. I think that's uh, doing well for me so far. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on that grind. Uh, but the, my whole point with the Planet Fitness Day, McLean, was that uh, while I was there, it raised it raised my estrogen level so high that now my name is Jake Ina. And as I have posted over here on r slash MTF, is it weird that I want to be a plus-size goyle? Now, it'll be a while before I can begin my transition, but once I get was and can easily pass as female, maybe even bottom, the idea of being plus sized and a goyle sounds really euphoric. Well you're Am telling me not only not only I'm, do you have to pass for female, you also have to pass for being a bottom. Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> you have to look as submissive and breedable as possible. <laughs> Anyway, on to the next post. Is it weird to want this? Is it weird? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, I'm asking, is it weird on a tranny subreddit? I wonder what the answer will be. <laughs> is it weird that I want to go skinny dipping once I've got... Lady parts. Is it also weird that I want the experience to be exactly like in the parent trap, including the cat calling and having my clothes stored in? Answer, not at all. <laughs> I'm not going to read that one. Oh, gosh. No. All right. Boys at my school have started using had sex with a trans woman as an insult? WTF? I genuinely do not understand this. Is this just a more advanced way of using gay as an insult? <laughs> Response. Well, gay got a little overused, so he had to, <laughs> had to change it to something else. Uh, uh, user intelligent bar 7228. I thought my mom was supportive, but apparently not. I used to think my mom was supportive of me transitioning, but today, during a conversation where we weren't even mentioning it, she started going off about how I'm being influenced by deranged people on the internet. She thinks I'm trans because I got brainwashed by people online. I can't even look at her right now. I feel like crying. Looks like mom's hit it right on, hit it right on the nail. She's my mom. She's meant to be there for me no matter what. She's meant to have my back. And right now, it seems like she doesn't love her daughter. Well, it's impossible for her to love her daughter because she doesn't have a daughter. I don't, I don't understand the... Anyway. Now, here's an interesting one. Wait, wait hold on, McLean. Hold on. Uh, the the mm -hmm. comment the comment uh, underneath that post tell her that she's the one being influenced by deranged people on the internet. Smart, smart. <laughs> yep. No you, no you. <laughs> oh, you think I have a uh, weird sexual fetish that I got from porn and my uh, fellow editors? What if I told you that I am rubber and you are glue, and whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you? <laughs> Wait. 
porn? What? Speaking of porn, how do I know it all wasn't just because of porn? So last night, I decided to finally get rid of my old Reddit account and NSFW Twitter account because I felt that my porn addiction was getting out of hand. This also meant getting rid of my trans porn, which I was kind of sad to see go away. <laughs> she has a single tear. Oh, no. And it made me think, uh, what if all Marie? of this was just because of porn? What if everything I did was fueled by porn and it wasn't real? I mean, I bought so much. Well, imagine so my shock. Deep down, I think it started when I was watching all of the porn. I'm still part of trans subreddits and my Twitter account is full of them but I'm just kind of scared that it was all done out of sexual desire. He's this close. He is this close. He's he's on the edge, taking a step. Now, uh, this is an interesting one. I hate when people say, girls don't do that. Well, I'm a girl and I do that, so suck it up and stop invalidating me. I didn't crawl out of a box just to get put in another. So you're the one saying... That whatever you do is what girls do because you're a girl. Aren't you guys also the ones putting on dresses and cutting off your wee-wahs to try to look like women? Oh, <laughs> oh that seems a little transphobic. <laughs> if it's, well, I'm a girl, so I do it, then why are you going to such great lengths to try to be as stereotypically feminine as you think is possible? <laughs> You know, veganism and transgenderism, it, it's a lot, they're kind of similar, because it's as far as, as far as practical, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 ah, not safe for work? I feel like a pervert. Uh, you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jake, you wanna know why? Why? Well, I've been experimenting a little in the past weeks. I recently ordered some fake boobs because I wanted to know how it feels like. I was convinced well, I, don't think, I wouldn't uh, sorry, like so it. I don't, sorry, wait a minute, wait, McLean. He doesn't know stuff. He doesn't feel like a pervert. He is a pervert, actually, so... <laughs> well, I'm a pervert, so whatever I do is what a pervert would do. <laughs> I was convinced I wouldn't like it. I thought having boobs would freak me out and feel wrong. I'm not gonna like this. But Better it, order them. It felt good. <laughs> it felt right. Now I'm confused and feel like a pervert. Every time I wear them, it feels comfortable and I get aroused. Oh, I bet you do, buddy. I'll bet you do. Am I a pervert? Ah, yes. yeah. Let's let's check to see what the comments have to say. Ugh. Yeah, part of transphobia, internalized or otherwise, is to expect trans people to be desexualized. My take? Be as sexual as you possibly can. It's a joy in life. I think that's the definition of a boyhood. Maybe there's some truth about that. <laughs> Thanks, OP. Let's see. I went through this too. You're not necessarily a pervert. <laughs> Yes, I know that I'm a girl with a pregnancy fetish who posts pregnancy photos on Twitter. But after United States and after Supreme Court, women, trans men, if and anyone with the uterus is being screwed over and they don't care. 
know, you know, these people talk about how how warm, how like how like comfortable and feminine, and how pretty they feel and they look. But then whenever you see a picture of them, it's just Steve Buscemi in a dress. <laughs> My pro LGBT therapist is against trans women playing in women's sports. When the topic of trans women in sports came up, she told me that it would be unfair for a trans woman to win scholarships and S from pure biological advantage. She told me that in college sports, teams with trans women would be more successful. And when I challenged her statements, she said she'd studied biology for years and be Basically, evangelize me to the my age, please help. Hmm. <laughs> oh no, she told me some basic facts. My brain is melting. Hi, I'm Caroline. Got any tips to help feminize my body language? I know it's kind of a stupid question, but I want to make sure I feminize even the littlest things. Remember, whatever I do is what girls do. Now I gotta try to feminize every aspect of my life. Also, I get <laughs> I get very aroused with my fake boobs. Um, I I think this person just like typed out their their fantasy here in this post. Like this is something they they secretly dream about or something. Isn't it like crazy creepy that conservatives want to force vulnerable young girls inside a dressing room full of boys? If you've ever been in a boys changing room, you know that it's hell in there. Young cishet boys tend to be incredibly violent. The fact that conservatives want to force young trans girls to strip themselves in front of these violent kids is terrifying. Uh, keep in mind that trans girls are sexualized to an extreme extent, I wouldn't be surprised if there's cases out there of a trans girl being passed around like a <whistles> by these delinquents. I'm, I'm just so mad about it. <laughs> Krabby Patty Cake <laughs> has, um, has, a very, has a very important story for us, Jake. I've been transitioning for the last six months, and my fiance took it pretty hard. I helped her work through massive amounts of grief. She accepted me for who I am, and we tried everything we could to rebuild our relationship. In the end, I grew really unhappy because I was her main supporter as she grieved me not being a man. Being in that role took a huge role on me emotionally. I also started loving myself for the first time in my life, and this breakup is a big step towards prioritizing myself. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. You... you this woman got engaged to the man she thought she was gonna marry. He comes out and says, By the way, I'm actually a goyle. <laughs> and she is devastated. She goes through a grieving process because the person she thought she was gonna marry doesn't exist. She tries to accept him and tries to rebuild their relationship. But in the end, he breaks up with her because she's... Because he's selfish. That's crazy. She was... I was, I was having to support her too much. 
DoorDash messed up Always and must. sent my order to the wrong place. I spent an hour on the phone and in text chat with DoorDash support trying to get my food delivered. At this point, I was bounced between four people, all of them calling me Violet. I connected to a fifth person and tried to explain that I didn't want a refund, I just wanted my $10 worth of breadsticks delivered. Her next message was formatted like this. I'm so sorry for this experience, dead name. Weird DoorDash, blah, blah, blah. She intentionally dug through my information and then found my dead name and hoped it would make me go away. I finally decided I lost the battle to get my food and accepted I'll just eat whatever they send me. It was pizza, but also I won't take some bee digging up my dead... So the, the the customer support looked at this dude's account and went, Oh, his name is Steve. Hey, Steve, sorry about the order. That's my dead name! You get this on papers! <laughs> uh. What are you doing? This is, this is, you're one of them types! You're one of them types, aren't you? <laughs> All I wanted was breadsticks! And it turns out you're just a filthy little type! You're one of them types! <laughs> the stupid types! <laughs> Well, on that Sorry, note... Sorry, I get really um, worked up about the toys. On that note, I think I'm going to leave. <laughs> the toys! <laughs> I love saying yeah, toys! I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You can be trans-exclusionary without being a radical feminist. That's all I'm saying. Not, uh. Hey, gender euphoria can spark sexual arousal, and that's okay. Autogynophilia isn't real. <laughs> That's a bold statement to make. There's a bold... Okay, okay. Wow. Okay, this this guy posts, I went out to get some psychedelics last night, came home and took this picture. I look effing hot. This is like your, your, Jake, your alcoholic uncle Jake, who you have to his me. head. Jake, Jake, I was gonna I was gonna cut this short. I was gonna leave. I was gonna turn, turn it off. But before I do that, you do have to send me this picture. All right, well, maybe Don't, you can describe it. First off, it to the first audience. off, Jake. First off, Jake. Just rate out of ten for me, real quick. Uh, what, what, what exactly are we rating here? Well, uh, if I may quote a very famous State Farm commercial, well, he's a guy. So. Am I rating his his hotness? Because we're we're getting into like negative. We're like bending space time and going into like negative reality. I don't really know how that's gonna work. Here you go, it's on now. What's up? Hmm. Alright, let's take a look. <laughs> okay, Jake. I've, uh. First off, let me just say I was unaware that there was such a subreddit as r slash MTF Butch. That's my favorite hangout spot. <laughs> MTF Butch was my nickname in high school. <laughs> All right, you said burn the oil, went to a rave last night, got some dud psychedelics, and went home just after midnight, but damn, I look good. Hmm. <laughs> it's crazy how the drugs mess with your self-perception. <laughs> Jake, let me just, let me just say. <laughs> let me get my giant hammer to hit myself over the head. Where did I put that thing? Swore it was <laughs> Oh, 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 my tongue rolled out like a red carpet. I gotta go roll it up. 
Ah, uh, well, uh, Jake, that was that was good stuff. I don't know if you're gonna keep this going on or what, but um, uh, that was sick. Uh, I'm gone. <laughs> There's a dude wearing his sister's clothes. I'm a trans woman and I'm now fully female. Take that, toys! I'm 110% female. The extra ten is my male body part. <laughs> That's a female penis, I see. Interesting. Yes, that's how this works. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, God! Oh! Really okay, showed well, I stumbled them. upon the, uh, the selfie section of the subreddit, and this is disturbing. <laughs> Jake, you can't keep me here, dude. I'm going. I'm gone, okay? McLean's gotta go explain to his girlfriend why it is transphobic that he is uh, sleeping on, on her floor or something. I don't know what he's doing <laughs> these days, honestly. <laughs> <sighs> Go shack up with your girlfriend. I don't care. Well, when you put it like that, <laughs> it makes it sound like there's something. Uh, what, what's the word? Unseemly happening. Unseemly. Unseemly happening. Just let me know if you're feeling euphoric at any point, and you can call me, and I can I can have fun your gender. But Jake, it's cold outside. I have to stay over there. <laughs> you see, you get it. No, I don't. But hey, if you ever need your gender affirmed, I'm on I call want... 24-7 to provide that service to you. I want trans-affirming Christmas carols. That's what I want. That's what I want. Speaking of which, I know it's a very weird thing. I was at the store today buying like 20 pounds of meat. And uh, I, there were like three different people, all of them morbidly obese, all of them who shouldn't have been dressed this way. But they were all wearing Christmas pajamas. It was very strange. And I, I, I don't know. Welcome to score again? I don't know. But like there was this one woman whose 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 caboose was, was so wide, the jiggle was so pronounced that uh, it was just. Mm. There aren't enough words in the world. Oh, I think you just used plenty. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm uh, I'll be I I'll, I'll be on my it. way. <laughs> you know. Fine. Stop recording, then, if you care that much about it. I oh, I, I can't. I care more next than time, I Next care time, you better be here rights. for a longer period. Of I've got three whole carol books here. Jake, I've got I gave you like a man you... or a beast. I've got the Carol J. Adams reader. I've got the Fire <laughs> Daughters. You had like four days you could have wrecked. You chose the one time I was unavailable. Yeah, the one time when I don't wake. Oh, you. You're you... starting to sound a little bit like a toy, and I'm not happy about this. Quit toyfing up my podcast. I think, I think we should send all the turfs to space, launch them up there, and turn them into astro turfs. Oh, that's, that's clever. That's Good night, I'm, everybody. I'm going to email Always Joe Biden more. right now. Always end on a high note. I'm gone. <laughs> Get out of here. MTF is a funny place. All right. Uh, see, the problem with reading off r slash MTF is that it's really hard to do the voice. It's very hard to do the voice. Kind of, kind of wreaks havoc on the old chords there, the old vocal chords. So I think it's time to visit a more sane and rational group of people. R slash um, Vistopia, because really, they're, they're, my, they're my people. They're my people. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, user uh, uh, whoop making they paper. Uh, I come home to see a literal seven pound bucket of lard and several little containers of lamb tallow on the kitchen counter. Why the F would anybody need this? Because it's delicious to cook in? That's that's probably why it's delicious, it's healthy. 
Yeah. Or this much, this is the thanks I get for buying us olive oil, which I can't think of anything this S does that plant oil doesn't. Like, what was the point? I haven't talked to my roommate about being vegan much. When I first let everyone know I wouldn't be buying non-vegan groceries, I got the response from him, I mean, I don't think food is an ethical issue. I laughed, but he was serious, so I shut up. I regret that now. It's just disgusting to see it, blah 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 comments gd that is depressing hopefully you find some vegan roommates one day uh my roommates currently aren't vegan either one still eats meat two are vegetarian i don't come home to buckets of lard gross instead i'm eating these all natural healthy uh uh <laughs> completely organic uh, toxic seed oils but I come home to nachos with tons of cheese on top and cheese and milk in our fridge constantly or sometimes frozen beef and chicken. But the true horror is watching them cook it on my pots and pans. Yeah, yeah, we did agree to share that stuff so I can't really complain, but it sucks. Like, that is that is really a religious thing where, like, you can't even cook the animal food. on. That's like a... That's like a <laughs> Like a pharisaical, like, uh, old Jewish law thing where, like, your plate cannot even touch the animal food or something like that. It's weird. User, Euro, blah, 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 Um, I think this sub might be getting, maybe, maybe it's getting a little bit bigger. I don't know. There's only four online right now, though, so, yeah, who knows. Anyway, uh, the longer I'm vegan, even with the increase of popularity and opinions, etc., I develop more and more anger. The retaliation, among many others, of all animal abusers make. I prefer animal abuser to carnus, as it's more descriptive. It's, it's their personal choice? Is everyone that dense? Like, even my parents, who have been decent enough people, clearly have working brains, will say this. On what planet is paying someone to torture animals on a personal choice? Complete oxymoron! Our domestic abusers making a personal choice? By that logic, literally everything you do is a personal choice because you, you've decided it and completely gets rid of the meaning of the phrase? No, that's still a personal choice. I mean, even if even if you're talking about like somebody choosing to murder someone, yeah, it's a personal choice. It's wrong, but it is a personal choice. That's how words work, you weirdo. I don't understand how someone can be supper... Supper left-wing talk about equality and diversity and then pay for a mother cow to be raped. Her baby boys hit with a shovel. <laughs> Go outside. Go outside. Visit an, visit an actual farm, you psychopath. Cows aren't human beings. Stop it. Just stop it. Uh, you know, it's like... There's, there's a certain point with the vegans. You can't really talk logic to them. You can't. It's... Because they're so deep down their emotional rabbit hole. Like, you can't pull them out with logic. You can't. Because it's purely emotion at that point. It's like trying to convince a, tran a trans person that they're not actually trans. Because they left the realm of reality and common sense a long time ago. They're running purely emotion at this point. It's purely emotion. You can only reach them, if you can reach them at all, with an emotional argument. The problem is... It's very hard to find an emotional argument that can top this thing they built up inside of themselves. It's so massive at that point that, like, they, you can't pull them out of it. They're, like, sunk in their own quagmire. They literally have to hit the point of their own imminent self-destruction. They have to be in the hospital dying before they'll go, maybe being vegan's a bad idea. That's, like, the only, that's the only way you can actually reach these people is when their own health fails them. Uh, but yeah, some of these people, though, they're genuinely deluded enough. They're going to go to the grave with this crap. They're going to go to the grave 
clutching onto a false religion. And it's depressing. It's depressing to see it happen, but yeah. So goes the world. Okay, this is an article all about how the FDA, unfortunately, thanks, thanks Joe Biden. Uh, the FDA bent to pressure from activists, and uh, they, 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 they are a lot. They're ruling that for now, um, these, the, this fake milk industry can actually call their products milk. You can say soy milk, even though. You know, what is milk? Anything that identifies as milk. So the vegans were really happy about that. And uh, this is a whole, like, article on Salon.com. But halfway through it, amidst the industry backlash over what to call the plant-based alternative, the products themselves have gradually been adopted into the lexicon of the culture war, largely by members of the far right. For instance, in 2020, Rachel Hosey broke down the origin of the insult soy boy for the independent. She points to two definitions for the term. Uh, slang used to describe males who complete and utterly lack all necessary masculine qualities. Uh, and the average soy boy is a feminist, non-athletic person, never been in a fight, likely reduces all his arguments to labeling the opposition as Nazis. Where exactly soy boy originated is unclear. Some suggest it first appeared on 4chan, where others claim it blah 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 blah. For men who use the, for the men who use terms like soy boy, being called anything related to femininity is the ultimate insult, Hosey wrote. See, see, real men, guys, you, you understand, real men, try very hard not to be masculine. That's like what a real man does. You understand? Uh, wanting wanting to not be feminine, that's like the most unmanly thing you can do, frankly. Uh, can't think of any words. Let's be clear. It's objectively a really dumb insult. I don't think you know what the word objective means. I don't, I don't think you know what that means. It's been reclaimed by both consumers and brands, as evidenced by the barista favorite Happy Happy Soy Boy Milk from Happy Happy Foods. <laughs> you did a bang-up job reclaiming that term. No nobody's gonna make fun of you now that you made Happy Happy Soy Boy Milk. You're, you're proving just how manly you actually are. Happy Happy Soy Boy Milk. There's something deeper, too, to be extrapolated from the femininity of choosing to drink soy milk instead of dairy. Conservative politicians are increasingly vocal regarding their concerns that traditional manhood is under attack. The left wants to define traditional masculinity as toxic, said Senator Josh Hawley in an address to the blah blah blah. They want to define traditionally masculine things, like courage and independence and absurdness, as a danger to society. This binary that Hawley sets up is in which the political progress of historically marginalized groups is an insult or is interpreted as an assault on tradition. Hey, all we were saying was that everything America is built on is racist and sexist and needs to be torn down. And you think we're assaulting tradition? You disingenuous weasels. Ah, I love these people. I <laughs> love these people. That's uh, funny goes on to explain how uh, being environmentally conscious and all that is so great and wonderful. It doesn't actually refute the claim that soy boy makes you a sissy little beta male, but you know, did I say beta male? Dang it, shoot, I hate that term. <laughs> the alpha beta thing. Let's, now that is dumb. That is objectively dumb. The alpha male, beta male, gamma male, omega male. That's like, knock it off, dude. Get off the internet. That's like the right wing version of just get off the internet and go outside, buddy. Just go outside. 
But Soy Boy is a very good insult and one that people should be using more. I hate to sound like it's 2016 or something, but you know, it's just my personal opinion. And it's also objective fact. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Caroline Fortuna on the website cleantactica.com. Guys who go vegan, vegan, soy boy, and other not-so-polite labels. This is a recent article, too, and they're still whining about the soy boy meme. Gender constructions of males as tough guys have worked their way into plant-based eating norms. It's rankled men who have committed to eat sustainably for their health and for the good of the environment. Joke's on you. Going vegan accomplishes neither of those things, so, you know, good job. Um... Meat and dairy consumption has become an issue of planetary urgency. You know, according to me. Because I said so. That means it is. This transition away from be- from flesh eating and towards plant-based diets is fraught with fear and cultural constructions that box us in, especially for guys who go vegan. Guys is the perfect word because you can't really consider them men. That's like the closest you can get. It's just, yeah, they're, they're guys, I guess. I guess they, they are technically male. I don't know. Meat eating is increasingly recognized as negatively impacting animal welfare, environment, and personal public health. You know, according to me. Because I said so. Uh, eating meat isn't just a dietary preference. It's wrapped up with gender. Did Carol write this? Manifestations of masculinity continue to dominate the male body and are often symbolized by the consumption of meat. Consuming meat for males is a symbol of virility to the point where men's masculinity maintenance may be one factor contributing... It's a weird thing these these other soy boy leftists do where they conflate like reality and then they assume like the, the way things work is like completely made up. It's like there's no... The, the reason you're doing that isn't because the thing itself is true. It's because you made up the reason that you're doing it. Like, like I've noticed a lot of men going to the gym and getting bigger muscles. Now they're doing that because when they go to the gym they're perceived to be stronger and they're perceived as being more masculine because culture has to... No, it's because going to the gym makes you stronger. That's why they're going to the gym. No, 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 no. It's because it's a perception by society. Get out of your friggin' sociology class, you communist whack job. How much money did you pay to learn this crap? Seriously, how much money? How much are you paying in student loans for that quality education you got and other nonsense? I really want to know. Show me your taxes. I want to see the figures. I want to see the numbers on this. I'm fascinated. I am fascinated by this. An article in The Guardian earlier this year by lifelong vegan David Hillier challenged assumptions that real men eat meat. Well, I mean, looking at a person who goes vegan, and then and then and the assumption is real men eat meat, and then you look at the vegan, look at his uh, emasculated, skeletal, like sickly looking appearance, and then, yeah, I think once you do that, you may very well arrive at the conclusion that real men eat meat, because uh, the ones who don't, all I'm saying. Uh, Hillier describes his youth as a series of constant teasing and shaming, titters and comments about his masculinity because of his decision not to eat meat. He was barraged with the ubiquitous use of gay as an insult. Labels of soy boy and you must be gay because you're vegan became common. But Carol, Carol told me 
And pornography of meat, or maybe sexual apologies, I don't remember. Carol told me that once you once you unpack your masculinity from your food, then you can explore your gender identity, and you're more open to being gay. So, which is it? I don't. I'm very confused. Is it? My brain hurts. Huh. Jibes about the vegan diet are recurrent in Western culture. I wonder. I wonder why that is. Is it? Is it because when you go vegan, you end up looking like a emaciated little soy boy? Is that? Nah, it's all it's all sociological. It's all construct. It's all cultural construct. That's all. How did meat become synonymous with masculinity? Men are often offended by other men who constantly choose not to eat dead things. Yeah, because I'm eating that fruit right off the tree. I'm eating that grass as it's growing out of the ground. How did meat become synonymous with masculinity? Well, I'll tell you how. Because uh, we've known for thousands of years that you eat meat, you get more protein, more bioavailable protein, and you can put on muscle easier. You eat meat, you get more testosterone, you have more sex hormones because of the cholesterol, and uh, your testosterone goes up, you have more virility, you're more healthy. That's, that's probably why eating meat became associated with masculinity. Because people in the past, before we had a bunch of BS supposed doctors and scientists saying, oh, well, this study shows blah 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 before that what we had was a little thing called uh, common sense we used our eyeballs and we could see hey the people who eat meat they seem healthier and uh, they they grow more um they, they grow in the way that they're supposed to and they're actually more virile and manly the people who don't eat meat become these like asexual skinny little weirdos which actually is why veganism started because Ellen White said hey it looks like when people don't eat meat they become these weird asexual little weirdos and because I'm like a repressed school marmish like person who, who hates sex then obviously God doesn't want us to eat meat because it, it stimulates your uh, your sexual desires and so guys now now the new rule is eating meat is bad because it makes you more masculine Veganism is so self-conscious. Every, every like 10, 20 years, man, everything flips complete 180 degrees on itself and they have to come up with new logic. It's insane. These people are insane. They, they're so out of touch with reality. It's not even funny. Gosh. Gosh. <sighs> Do I want to read the rest of this? Males profess pride in their meat eating, blah, blah, blah. Protein myth. Oh, this idea that you have to get protein from animal products? You know what happens when you have to get... When people try to get their protein from plant sources, they have to be a friggin' biochemist. They have to know what they're doing. They have to combine different proteins. They have to combine... Just to get, like, the bare minimum, they have to combine, like, 20 different things. Because you will not find... Plants will not have the complete bioavailable structure of protein that you need. You have to, like, mix in natural plants to maybe even get a fraction of what you can absorb from it. It's... It's... It, just to borrow a phrase from our slash vegan, it's not practical, nor is it really possible. It's a cult, man. It's a religious ideology. So no matter what crazy, insane lengths you have to go to, you must go to them. You know, unless it's like something like, oh, my phone was made with glue from animals. Well, that's, that's out of the... <sighs> Why am I... I just suddenly realized that I'm trying to unpack the logic of it, what is basically a religious belief. That's what veganism is. It, at, at its core, it's a religious belief about the nature of morality and animals and humans. And you cannot unpack 
Now, I say religious in a pejorative sense, but religions in general, Christianity has a logic behind it. It at least makes sense. It coheres. Whether you believe it or not, it at least coheres. It is a worldview that makes sense. It's a worldview that, that, that can answer the questions you throw at it. It can stand up under the weight of scrutiny. Veganism is built on a... a Friggin' house of cards built on a series of straw men, built on a pile of hay. And all the metaphors lump them together. But like veganism has no underpinning. It has no structural framework. It can't account for objective morality. It can't account for so many things. So it's, it's a lot like climate change, man. It's these false ideologies that these these people who are raised in a secular culture, a secular environment, have grown up in. It's like how they view the world. It's the morality with which they're given. And it's the only morality they know. And so that's how they process things around them. It's it's very sad because they have not been they don't, they don't know the first thing about how reality works in the first place because they haven't even questioned their base assumptions about the world. They haven't questioned the foundation on which they're building these beliefs. And so when, when they come up with these, what they consider, this is, a, this is the most ethical way to live. Yeah, if you start from a bad foundation, yeah, that's probably what you're going to reach. But your foundation's rotten. Your foundation is nothing. You are standing on garbage. I don't care how big of a tower and how impressive your logic trail is. If you started from garbage, zero plus zero plus zero plus zero is zero. I don't care what you have at the end of it. You got nothing. You have nothing. You're living a lie. The same with the transgender garbage. You're living a, such a lie. And that's, that's the note I'm going to end Westboro's on because I just got suddenly very depressed. <laughs> so next time, next time on the show, we'll get back to, back to Carol. Carol's a beacon of sanity compared to these people. At least I understand Carol. Carol gets me. Carol and I, what I wouldn't give to... To, to sip a drink with Carol around the fireside, discuss the topics of the day. Ah, oh, it would be fun. Alright, I'm I'm out of here. I'm gonna play a vegan song at the end of this. Um, do I have any good any good vegan songs left? I, well, I have tons of them. I don't have any. I don't know, I'll just pick a random one and you'll enjoy it. I'm sure you'll love it. You're, you're loving this right now. This song you're hearing right now, it's a banger. You're loving it. It's awesome. I'll never eat a burger again. I'm gonna be a vegetarian I won't eat a chicken No rooster, no hen I won't eat a pork chop I think it's a sin I'll never eat something I have to chase And I won't eat anything That has a face Be kind to other creatures You know they are our friends